Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year to Burgess Power Hour. Uh, this is our January beginning of 2019 Power Hour for Essence of Abundance. So I thought I would start the year out with that. And let me just do a little bit of housekeeping for all of you in case this is your first time. Uh, let me turn those things off, number one. Okay. Okay, so we're going to have people joining us uh, throughout the hour. It, uh, oftentimes, I want to turn off those little tones. If you have background noise, hit star six, and that way you'll be muted. Uh, also, of course, if you have a cell phone, you can mute your cell phone. But if you hit star six, that will mute you. And then if you, when you want to talk again, uh, you hit star six again, and that will bring you back in. Because as you know, if you've been with me for any length of time in any of our experiences that we have from power hours or the workshops or any other way that we've connected, you know that I love to do experiential work. Therefore, I will want to hear from you. So I want to keep the lines open if we can, and I won't mute anybody, but if I get a lot of background noise, I'll have to go ahead and mute you. You can still talk, and you'll have to hit um, star six to join in to um, speak. So just as you know, um, what I need from you is absolute love. I need your love. No, I'm kidding. What I what I what I need is if you want to participate in tonight's call fully and a hundred percent. Go ahead and get something to write with. Get um, a pencil. Get something to write with, a paper. Uh, we will be doing some experiential type of uh, experiences and this, for you to discover some of the perhaps um, subconscious blocks or things that are coming up for you around abundance and what that means to you around prosperity, wealth, and money. I figured I'd start out the year with that because it's right in alignment with everything that we're doing with our Conscious Leadership Academy. And our first whole quarter is about abundance, so I'm trying to keep it all connected and talking about the same thing. And a lot of people always at the beginning of the year want to really focus in on having a better year financially, you know, with your prosperity consciousness and all of that. So, excuse me, I will be giving you tools to use along with get you being able to discover perhaps some of the things that maybe could up-level you a little bit with your own thoughts, your own subconscious beliefs, and give you some tools to use that will help you with your wealth and your creation and your prosperity lives, okay? So that's why I call this the essence of abundance beginning of the year kind of a thrust. And those of you who are in the Academy, yay, I know that you're on week two, so we're definitely heading toward uh, more abundance for all of us this year with the conscious leadership. And just as one one more little plug, and then I'll tell you at the very end how to find us on the website so you can check out a free course uh, that I'm giving for Essence of Abundance. So there is a free course. So if you stay on the, the line um, uh, till the end, I'll let you know how to get there because I'm giving away a uh, an actual uh, little teaser, if you will, of Essence of Abundance and maybe some things you'll find out about yourself that will help. So, again, I'm going to leave it open, and if there is a lot of background, I'm going to hit, I'm going to mute you. Okay, so mute yourself if you've got background noise, star six, and star six brings you back in. What is abundance? 
I, you know, we, everybody has their own little definition of abundance. So just think about there are so many different ways of saying you're abundant. Um, many people say, well, I'm abundant in uh, relationships. I'm abundant in clutter. I'm abundant in uh, humor. I'm abundant in my cash flow. I'm abundant in um, my friends. I'm abundant in bills, okay? So you, everybody has an abundance of something. So when you talk about abundance, you want to really get clarity about what are you really abundant with. <coughs> Excuse me. So as you know, I go into the subconscious part about what is abundance for people and what could be blocking you from having more of that. But I just wanted to start out with reminding us all that we're all abundant. And some of the abundance that we have in our life may or may not be what we want, but we all have abundance. So it's nothing that's separate from us. And I know that you're on this call because you might want to learn a little more about or discover more about the money part of the abundance flow, perhaps. Okay? So... Bubble talk is that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. Those of you who have been with me for a long time and done workshops, you know all about bubble talk, but it is that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. So what we're going to do is that, like that little bubble above your head, it's like a cartoon character, and that bubble above your head is your subconscious belief system or your subconscious thought that you don't even know you're thinking. It's sort of like you're driving around in your car with a gas and your brake on at the same time. Let's say your gas is your conscious thought. Your gas is saying to, you're saying out loud, man, I want to have enough money or more than enough or I want to be prosperous or I choose to up-level my game. I don't want to work as hard. You know, whatever you're saying to yourself and out loud is your conscious thought. That's your gas. Okay, that's your desire. That's what you choose to have. Your break could be your subconscious belief that's not in alignment with what you really, really want. And that's what happens for a lot of people. They think they know what they want or they don't. Maybe they don't even know what they want. But they go for it and then you have all these bumps in the road. And it feels sometimes, perhaps for some of us, that like there's a brake. The brakes are put on. And we start spinning our wheels because that's what happens. When you have your gas on and your brake on at the same time, you spin your wheels and you feel stuck. So if you've ever felt stuck, you know what I mean. And what do most people do? They let go of their gas. They let go of their desire. Everybody knows how to let go of your dreams. Everybody knows how to let go of that. Not everybody knows how to let go of the break. And the break, simply put, can be your subconscious or your unconscious belief that's stopping you from really, really stepping into it. Because what happens if you let go of the break? You zoom forward. Okay, so your desire, everything that you choose to have, your gas, you go for it. So there's some background noise, so I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody. 
So you can unmute yourself, like I said before. You can unmute yourself when you want to talk to me because I will be asking for people to share some of the things that come up for them during this call, and you hit star six, okay? Um, so I just wanted to just cut out the, the uh, background. So here, just a, a few seconds about my story and my bubble talk um, from being a, I was divorced, I was a single mom, I had a two and a half year old son, I had lost everything, I went bankrupt, I had a business, I had house, house, lost everything. And seriously, I was driving around with a car with one headlight that worked, one door that opened, and, you know, trying to create some kind of life for my kid who was two and a half years old. And I didn't have any support for my family or my uh, former husband or anything like that. So I was in a really bad place. And from there, okay, I have now, I've been with the, the I've been with my husband now for 22 years. And like um, most of you know, my son graduated from NYU and he's been traveling the world singing and dancing and acting, living in New York across from Lincoln Center, so he's doing okay. He is now performing all over the world, actually, um, and now he's on a cruise, uh, on a Disney cruise, performing Frozen in that. So he's had an incredible life and he has done extremely well. And we have millions in assets now and I have come from where I been to where I am now, and that is why I'm telling you and sharing with you some of the ways I've done, I did this, and I have to remind myself, am I done? Am I complete? Do I have billions and billions? Not yet. And the question is, what is enough for people? Everybody's enough is different, right? So I want to share with you, how did I, how did I shift from where I was to where I am now, and how do I continue to stay in that flow? How do I continue to stay when there's bumps in the road, when things happen throughout our lives, and maybe our cash flow is a little bit down, or maybe we have a lot of debt? So I'm going to share with you some of the things that I did and have done, and we're going to go in and, and um, look and see what could be blocking you, uh, what could be supporting you a little better in creating more of what you want in the financial world. Now, those of you who know me, you know I'm not all about the finances but and prosperity, but that's a big one for a lot of people. So... One of my best mantras that I that I use during that time is give as you go and create a flow. Give as you go and create a flow because I had to prime the pump. So if you're in a position right now where you just want to have more cash or you just want to up level or you just don't want to, you just want to retire, maybe you don't want to work so hard. So you have to you have to prime the pump. Now, what I mean by that, those of you who are not old-timers like me, priming the pump is basically, in order for a pump to work in a well, you had to, you had to pump it a lot, pump the handle before the water to come out. So you have to pump it a lot, and then the water flows. So when I talk about priming the pump, you have to, do, you have to ask yourself this question, am I willing to do whatever it takes to break free? Am I willing to do whatever it takes to break free? So 
sometimes you might have to be doing or maybe you you feel like you're in a position where you're doing things you don't really love or maybe there's things that you feel like you have to do because it may, it pays the bills. So you you just have to understand that that's priming the pump. You're basically saying to yourself and to the universe, and by, by the way, I'm going to use the word universe. It can be God. It can be spirit. It can be energy. It can be um source, whatever you want to call it, okay? But you're basically sending a vibration out as a sentient conscious being. And by the way, all of you left-brainers out there, uh, meta- the uh, quantum physics have proven that our thoughts have vibrations and sentient beings have vibrations and they send it out, right? So you're sending out to the universe, I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and I'm going to prime the pump. So there might be times that you do things that you don't want to do exactly, but you know you're priming the pump. And you're saying to the universe, yes, I am willing to do whatever it takes to break free. So that's what I did. And I gave as I went. Because let me just explain a little bit about how this works energetically. That money is connected to your emotions. People, actually, some people, actually, uh, their wealth and their value in the world is connected to how much money they have. Can they, can they actually um, support their family? Um, do I have enough? Do I have more than enough? What value do I have? And some of us base our value on our cash and our assets. So... The thing about this money connection with emotions, it is very connected. And let me give you an example. If you feel guilty if that you're in debt, and many people do, that if they have any kind of debt whatsoever, they feel guilty about it. Well, guilt demands punishment. And you've heard me say that before if you've listened or done any of the workshops we've done, that... If you're feeling guilty, then by God, you're going to get punished. Because what happens to to guilty people? They get punished. Now, how do you get punished? You could attract something or someone to you to fire you or to go through bankruptcy or uh, you you basically attract some kind of a situation where you really get blamed for something and you get punished. Or... You self-sabotage. So you beat yourself up. And it becomes this spiral that people get into and get depressed. You know, you get into the spiral of beating yourself up and feeling guilty. And guilt demands punishment. So the opposite of guilt is innocence. So it's really important that... If you feel guilty about any debt or anything that you, well, this goes for anything, but around money, debt would be a guilt thing, uh, is to really focus on being innocent around money. And it sounds funny when I say it, but money is, is not the issue, okay? Feeling innocent about anything and not beating yourself up is going to raise your vibration that is going to raise your consciousness that's going to raise you up to a different level than feeling like you know dirt 
feeling really bad. And your emotions can really guide you in that. So if you feel guilty and you keep feeling guilty, it's only going to make you feel worse. And how can you create what you really want in your life if you feel bad? Now, on the other hand, if you're feeling innocent around money and and money is flowing and money is easy and those are your beliefs, and even if it's not, that's what you want to believe, let's say. So one of the best ways to do that is to be in gratitude. Be in gratitude for what you have and who you are. Look around you and really be grateful. That's the very first step. Be grateful for who you are and how you've shown up and where you, where you are in your life. Because even when I was basically living in a car down by the river, kind of a feeling I had, you know, I lived with a friend of mine. I didn't really, really live in the car, but it felt like it. You know, I had to be grateful for something. I was grateful that I had friends. I was grateful that, that I had a network of people that I could reach out to. I, was, I, I had an abundance of friends. I was grateful that I had a son. I was grateful that I had a car, even with one headlight and one door that didn't open. I had to crawl inside the car through the window. It's crazy. But once I started really finding anything I could be grateful for, it really did allow me to lift my vibration up enough so that I could choose to create more of what I wanted. And that's how it gets connected to your emotions. Also, the funny thing about money is it's really connected to water. Water is emotion. Think about all of the terminology you hear around consciousness, around prosperity and wealth, cash flow, currency, trickle down. Liquid assets, streams of income. It's fascinating to me how all of those little idiosyncrasies around the terminologies that we use around money has to do with water. And water is very, uh, it's a conduit of emotion. That's why so many people um, get juiced and bat- you know, their battery is the ocean because that is the ocean and the emotion of the juice. For me, it is anyway. Some people, mountains are their thing. But water is a conduit of emotion. So that's why I say that your emotions is connected to your money. And people allow money to affect how they feel. And if you don't believe me, just think about it. People spend money to avoid pain. Think about when when you go out and you spend money and you're spending it, and even though you maybe don't think you should or whatever, you should on yourself, starting feeling guilty again. And, of course, as I always say, shooting on yourself gets messy, haha. But we spend money sometimes to avoid the pain. Or we eat to avoid pain. Or we sleep to avoid pain. So with all of that, 
a lot of a lot of the people that I were I've worked with for thousands I've worked with thousands of people and some of them all around the world their their retirement strategy is to win the lottery. And uh you know that's kind of one side you know that's pretty uh pretty singular thought I'm going to win the lottery that's my strategy right. And even people who win the lottery they uh I think it's 7 out of 10 lose their money they they go broke within 10 years because it's a why because of their belief system why yes there's a lot of other reasons why but when you boil it down they're outside their comfort zone probably for most of them and they don't know how to deal with that so i'm going to give first of all i'm going to give you a tool to use and you may have heard this tool before and then i'm going to tell you how it kind of works about the three steps for creating wealth and then we're going to go in and let's write some things down about yourself Okay, about your own beliefs and your relationship around money, because it is a relationship. So you may have heard me talk before about buckets, right? So whatever income you have coming in every month, put them in buckets, not real buckets. Okay, these are just put them in uh, imaginary buckets of spend, save, invest, and give. Now you may have heard this in different philosophies and different ways. There's there's a bazillion money magnets out there telling you what to do with your money. But the whole point of this is being conscious around it. That's why I like my Conscious Leadership Academy because we're being conscious. Okay, So make buckets. So whatever income you have coming in every month, you 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 put in a little bit for spending, you put in a little bit for savings, you put a little bit in for investing, and you put a little bit in for giving. Remember what I said at the beginning, give as you go and create a flow. And a lot of people, it doesn't make sense to them. What do you mean give? I don't have enough for myself. So I am telling you this works from experience personally that when I was in that environment, when I didn't have a pot to piss in, basically, and I'd lost everything, I would give somebody a dollar or I would give somebody something that they didn't have that I had, and it raised my vibration. It made me feel better. It, I got to receive something really, a great gift by giving. Because giving and receiving is the same energy. The more I give, the more I receive. The more I receive, the more I give. And think about it when someone gives you a compliment or you give somebody a gift. Let's put it this way. If you give somebody a gift and they say, thank you so much, I love this, it gives something back to you and you feel good about it. So when you give somebody something... And if it's money, you give them money, you give them a dollar, give them something, okay? And they receive it, they just gave you something. So it's it's a cycle. Giving and receiving is in the same energy. And if you break it anywhere in that cycle, it doesn't work. The, The issue comes up for most people. They, you know, maybe, okay, they know how to give, but they don't know how to receive, So 
with these buckets, I just want to remind you, everybody knows how to spend. I'm not going to go into that. Investing, basically you put uh, you put some money into an investment account of some sort that basically you can use to create more investments. I'm not going to go into uh, investment 101 about all the different things you can invest in. But an investment bucket, basically, you're allowed, you allow yourself to go in there and utilize that to buy more assets that create money for you. Remember, assets are anything that puts money in your pocket. A liability is anything that takes money out of your pocket. And I'm not going to go into it right now about a house and what that looks like because I get into this. I, I, I can't, only I have an hour, okay? So come do our Essence of Abundance one day we're doing <laughs> in February, and you'll get more of that. But uh, basically, the whole idea of an investment account is something that will create more money for you to invest in, in assets, which are things that puts money in your pocket. I'm making it very simplified here. A savings bucket, you never touch the principal. You always, you can touch the the um, interest, but never the principal. And people say, well, what's what's the point, Burge? You know, what what do you mean I can't touch it? Well, the point is, if you have a savings of some sort, some bucket where you have principal, think about the vibration of how that feels. If you have absolutely no no savings to your name and you lose your job or you go bankrupt or whatever happens you don't you don't have any income coming in now what it feels empty and scary but if you have a some people call it a net but if you have something that makes you feel like I'm you know all is well if you always have that all is well feeling then that that creates more all-is-well feelings as opposed to scary feelings. So the savings bucket, you never spend the interest. I mean, you never, say, you never spend the principal, okay? You always just have it. And it's part of your legacy, okay? And the giving bucket, that's the part that's, in my opinion, the most important part because the more I give, the more I receive. And the more I receive, the more I give, now, you can divide up your income however you want. It doesn't have to be 10%, 10%, 10%. You decide. It's, but it's the strategy of doing this over and over and over again, creating a habit of always knowing that, okay, this is spending, this is giving, this is investing, and this is saving. And again, when I do the one-day Essence of Abundance in February, I'm going to go over this again. And of course, if you're in our Conscious Leadership Academy, we're going to, we go into this in depth throughout this whole quarter. Okay, so that's just a little tool I'm going to give you to remind you of or to tell you about. The other strategy I want to give you before we go into your own subconscious, there's three steps to creating wealth, and you ask for it. Basically, the first step is know what you want. You've got to know what you want. Get clarity. Clarity leads to power. Know what it is that you choose to have. What are you creating? What do you need? What do you want? And you'd be surprised how many people really can't answer that. So that's the first step is get clear. 
and ask for it. And who do you ask? You ask yourself, am I willing to do whatever it takes to create that? And then you ask the universe to be on, to basically collude, <laughs> cooperate, whatever word you want to use. It, it basically, the universe will absolutely say yes to everything that you say, do, feel, and think. To give you an idea of what I mean by that is if you say, I don't want to be sick, what does the universe hear? It hears sick. Or if you say, I choose to be well, the universe hears well. So the universe says yes. If you say, hey, I don't want to be poor, the universe says yes. You're right. You don't want to be poor. You're right. So if you look at it from the point of view that perhaps what you're saying to yourself is what you're saying to the universe and you're putting it out there, you're putting it out into that vibrational void out there, if you will, and you're saying, I choose to receive more. I choose to make things easy. That will always get a yes, just as if you say to yourself or put it out there and say, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be poor. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to be poor. I don't want to feel this way. That's right. Yes, you don't want to feel that way. So the universe will always say, yes, that's the easy part. The, the Step one is the part that they really have to get clear on. Know what you want and ask for it. Step two, you don't have to worry about because the universe will always say yes. Step three is be open to receive it. And that is where step one and step three just kind of hangs people up sometimes. If you think you really know what you choose to have and you want and you're very clear about it, that's a very powerful um, place to be. That's great. The other side of that is when it comes to you, you have to be able to receive it. And receiving for some people is very difficult. And that is, of course, what... These power hours, the workshops, Essence of Being, Essence of Abundance, all these things, that's what we help people get through is opening up to receiving. Because maybe we've all been taught that it's not okay to receive. In my world, it's definitely it's socially acceptable not to receive, right? We all learn that. It's, not, it's, it's okay not to receive, don't want to be greedy. We want to be humble. But in my world, it's spiritually inappropriate. Because if you do not receive, then you cannot give. Remember, the more I receive, the more I give. Just like when you give somebody else a gift and they receive it, it gives something back to you. Well, it works the other way around. If somebody gives you something and you receive it, you're giving a gift. And if you don't, you are absolutely not allowing that person. You're basically dissing and disrespecting that person, that institution, that job, that experience, universe, whatever you want to call it, is trying to give you something. And you're saying, no, 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 I can do it myself. No, 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 there's strings attached. 
So let's go in and find out what is it that's going on with you. So get your paper out, get your pencil out, and we're going to do a little bit of stream of consciousness writing. And what that means is you don't edit it, don't try to figure it out, don't try to think, what, what do I want to say? Just write down the first things that come up. And I'm going to say a sentence and you finish it. You ready? And you just write until I tell you what the next one is. My mother's beliefs around money is or are or were. So if your mom's passed away, just kind of think about what did you hear her say? Or if she's still alive or if my mother's beliefs around money is or were or was. What did you hear? What did you hear from your mom around money? Or your female caregiver, if you didn't, if you weren't raised with your mom. And just finish up on that one. Just jot down one or two things if you can. And the second one is my father's beliefs around money are or were. What did you hear from your dad or your or your male caregiver? Write the first thing that comes up. And then finish up on that one. And the next one is, my beliefs around money are, and write the first thing that comes up. My belief or my beliefs around money are or is what? What do you believe around money? And then the next one, just finish the statement for me. Money is blank, whatever, right? The first thing. Money is... And the next one, when I touch money or when I touch cash, I feel what? Write down the first thing that comes up. When I touch money or when I touch cash, I feel And I know uh, pretty soon, because of all the digital currency, we may not be touching it very much, but just for now, 
when I touch money or cash, I feel And the last one that I'm going to have you write, because this is more about your, perhaps, your subconscious belief around your relationship with money. If money or cash were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her, and does it have a gender? If money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? Is there a gender there? If money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? Interesting questions, huh? And you can go back and listen to this recording, and you can write things longer if you choose. But the whole point of this exercise is to get that stream of consciousness writing that where you don't have to edit it or think it and just things come up. Now, what I want you to do is just look at what you wrote down or what you thought about. Is there a pattern? Is there a theme? Did you take on your parents' beliefs around money? Were they handed down? Because, by the way, it's not just your genes that are handed down. The beliefs, the belief systems are handed down from our culture, from our society, from our family. So just notice that. And was there a theme or anything that you want to share about when you touch money, how you feel, or if money was a person, how do you describe your relationship? Anything you want to share, you hit star six, and I'll take one or two people uh, to see what you have to say about it and see. I'm sure it will resonate with other people. And then I'm going to give you another tool around this, okay? Does anybody want to share? You hit star six. Hi, it's Audrey. I'll be glad to share. Okay, so I have an Audrey and who else? Priscilla. I'm sorry? Priscilla. Priscilla. Hi, Priscilla. Hi. So let's talk with Priscilla for a minute and then Audrey, okay? And Howard. And Howard. Let's do, okay. (laughs) All right. What what you got, Priscilla? No, I just thought it was really interesting on on the, uh, if it were a person, and I Uh started chuckling because it's so much like certain relationships it's it was actually with no commitments that's not oh real good (laughs) oh so commitment came up Mm -hmm. okay so if money were a person how would i describe was it a him or her i i didn't get that okay i think that's part of the impersonal it was an impersonal thing about that but um 
but you know it's funny because it's like it, when I was feeling it, I like, you know the feeling of it is really it was strong and it was good, and I felt I felt really you know it really made me feel at ease or in control. But the second part of it was it was sort of like it, it's a problem; it has to be managed. You know, oh. like making it is one thing, but keeping it is, is another. Work. I got gotcha. you. So the management of it and keeping it and the commitment side of it, which means, uh, which can be a relationship. It takes work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, what a brilliant it, awareness of that, okay? Well, the question is, what do you do with it? how to do that, and then it's sort of like, okay, I don't, you know, I get a lot of money, and what happens? I make bad investments or, okay. you know, okay. something like that. But the ener- they're good investments, but I think it's the energy that makes them bad anyway. But that's... It's it's all starting to kind of come together quickly. It's amazing. Well, that's that is brilliant. Like I said, an awareness of that, and the thing I want to say to you about commitment, and this could be for anybody that that might resonate with what Priscilla's saying, is that uh, letting go. So, if you feel like you have to manage manage your money, or manage uh, a relationship, <laughs> or manage or be in control, it's all about. Uh, for fear that you're going to lose control, and the commitment, of course, always goes back to fear that I'm not going to have it, they're going to leave, it's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so the bottom line, really, if you boil it down to the most minute essence, is fear. Wow. That I have to be in control of it because X, Y, Z. And if I let go of control, then I could lose it all. And if I let go of management, I could lose it all. And that's been evidence. You've had evidence in your life, and many people have. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying don't manage your money. Please don't hear me when I say that. What I'm saying is what would happen if I let go of control for just a minute and allow, instead of manage and feel like it's a chore to commit and work at it, what if I choose to allow money to flow and I don't have to control it just like any other relationship. What if I allowed it to flow and it be easy? So be in the what ifs. Okay? Just be in the what ifs. And being in that um being in that space of the what if, that in itself will raise your vibration. Okay. I, yeah, that. But it's it's a it's a what if, and then it comes in. It's right. got to be a what if to keep it in, right? What if I could keep it's it? It's a in flow. Growing, maybe it's yeah. a flow. So the thing for a lot of people is, yeah, they make a lot of money, but it goes away, and they can't keep it, and that is also a pattern. And that boils down to deservedness, feeling worthy and deserving, which also can connect to a lot of other things. So that's that's a high level there, Priscilla, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that can relate with that. Thank you. So I would love for you to just to kind of chew on that for a little bit. Yeah. And, of course, when you come to Essence of Being or Essence of Abundance or any of the other things we do, uh, we can get really specific with you even more. But I really appreciate you playing on that level. Thank you. 
I appreciate this. Thanks Sounds a lot. great. Thank you. Audrey, what you got, hon? Yes. So I think you asked really first about touching or feeling the money uh-huh. and then, okay. I realized I like to touch money, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I'm on the buses a lot uh-huh. and other things. And I like the money to be neat and flat if they're riggedy edges or whatever. I make it neat. And I like it to look the same way. So I like my money. Oh, my God, I didn't know I was going to say this. I like my money pretty. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) I have no idea I was going to say that. But I do, okay? So I do like to touch it and play with it or whatever when there is all of that. I enjoy it. And I actually do, which is really nice to know. Now, when you asked us uh, what our relationship was with money, the first thing that I wrote, and I am doing the stream of consciousness, was problematical. That it's sometimes here, sometimes not, insufficiently flowing. I'm reading what I wrote. Sometimes fun and easy, sometimes plentiful, sometimes empty. And if I had to give a person, there was one person that showed up. (laughs) And it was to the one person I call my former spouse. And when it was good, it was really, really good. And when it was bad, I, boy, it was hideous, which is why he's my ex. Oh, I and, got you. So what, I'm, what I'm hearing, Audrey, from all of that, the through line for all of that is feeling consistent, is being consistent, is being, um, okay. it's, it's, sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's pretty, sometimes it's not. You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's an inconsistency with it. And so yes. the feeling of, uh, yes, you want to have things pretty and organized and neat and um uh, for me, it's more about the consistency that you're talking about with the relationship. Mm-hmm. How can you, um, because just perhaps those highs mm-hmm. and lows, okay, in the past, I know that perhaps you've had some, you know, it's uh, for, for some people, they have a little drama in their life and it makes them feel mm-hmm. juiced, right? So uh, having drama in our lives, sometimes those highs and those lows, sometimes we get really low so that when we do feel the highs, it feels even higher. And if we're consistent and it's the same, then it's kind of boring. So for some people, okay, may or may not be you, just I'm asking as a general thing, boring, you know, can money be boring? Can it be ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching and be boring and not have, and can it be consistent? Am I willing to allow my cash flow to be consistent and boring? I am so willing to allow my cash flow to be consistent. It would so not be boring. And boring. It would be such an excitement for me. And no, in I want the you past, to use yes, the word boring. Mega I want, drama. I want you to use the word boring because, and the reason I'm very specific about the word boring, because you know I don't like it. I, well, I don't know, but but peop, but again, it's that it's that juice of the high and the low. Because man, when you okay. are in a low position and then you come out high, it it is the best feeling in the universe, right? So it's that feeling of, well. If I'm always high like that, that I can't feel the difference between high and low, and therefore my I'm, my juices run out. 
I, my excitement runs out. So let me let me create some kind of drama so that I can go back to that place. We don't do this consciously, but some of us may go that, back to that drama place so that we can really peak our height again and say, "Well, that feels really good." It's 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 that drama junkie, and I'm a I'm a I am a, a former you know recovering drama junkie myself. So I know that feeling sometimes of, "Wow, I've overcome a lot, man. This is awesome." So if I'm consistent and I'm boring, that feels like <laughs> there's no life in it, right? So perhaps if if you looked at your cash being consistent and boring and being okay with that and allowing that without the highs and the lows, I think it's gonna it, it basically keeps flowing and you don't you don't even have to be concerned. You, like I've said before, with anybody, if you have that, if you know that about yourself and you want to feel those feelings, do it. Keep it out of your business. Keep it out of your relationships. But, you know, go jump out of an airplane and get your juices going. You know, go skiing somewhere in an avalanche center or, you know, do a, do a zip line somewhere and get your juices flowing. But keep it out of your keep it out of your money and your business and your relationships. It's okay to experience that 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 adrenaline, okay? But not necessarily with money. So I would use the word I choose to have consistency and have my money be boring and pretty. <laughs> That's Interesting. My, Yes, that is my advice, and I appreciate that, Audrey. You're always a dream, and I love working with you. So let me talk to Howard. Thank you. You're welcome, hon. Howard, what you got? And then I want to give you some tools. Right. Two quick things. Uh, One is that when you ask about my relationship with money, and it turns out I would imagine also with my relationships, is that it just kind of flows. There's ups, there's downs, there's in, there's outs. But basically, I trust that there's always going to be enough. And that's been my life. The other thing I wanted to say is the last question about um, what do you feel about when you uh, receive money? And what I feel is thankful, grateful, whatever word you want to put in there. And it feels real good. Okay, and I didn't ask that question, so that's interesting that you uh you that's what you heard. I love that. No, because just just to reiterate, I said my mother's beliefs around money, my father's beliefs around money, my beliefs around money. Money is, and when I touch money, I feel. And if money were a person, how would I describe a relationship with him or her? But I didn't mention anything about receiving. But the cool thing, how about this, Howard? That you. Um, because receiving came up for you, right? So you interpreted yep. all of that as receiving. So trusting, you know, you live this mantra: trust and allow, and don't ask how. That's you and I love everything. So for you, I would say you've always had an, enough. So let's for any of you out there where you feel like it's been, it flows in and out, in and out, in and out. Just say perhaps the focus now for this year is. I choose to have more than enough. Oh, I love it. Okay, I choose that. I choose to have more than enough. Because I am because I am enough. 
Because I am enough. Yeah. So the more, yeah. So my suggestion for any of us who feel like they have always just have enough, and it goes in and out, in and out, I would say I choose to have more than enough because maybe I'm more than enough, or at least I'm enough. Because for some people, it boils down to their belief system around themselves about how worthy they really are. Am I doing enough? Am I being enough? Am I doing this enough? So I am enough. And, hey, maybe I'm more than enough. So I don't have to work so hard. How's that feel? Feels great. Me too, Birch. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Awesome, (laughs) awesome, awesome. Yeah, and I am more than enough. Uh, yeah, yes, you yeah. are. So you well, absolutely you. are. So those that thank you all for participating and sharing all of that. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So thank you very you're, much. You're Bruce. welcome. You're welcome. And again, remember, guys. Look, I'm doing Essence of Abundance, which is a whole one day that I'm doing in February, February 16th. So I encourage all of you to come, uh, be part of our Conscious Leadership Academy. Uh, which includes all of the one days I'm doing all year long, plus the essence of being, which is most of you know is my three-day experience. I will be live streaming, and um, a lot of a lot of the um, it, it's a the resources are online. We do it's an actual class that we're doing throughout the year online. The webinars are online, the class is online, but I also do all the face-to-face workshops, which is included in our membership. So you get abundance, you get leadership, you get communication, and you get relationships, and you get success. Because we need more conscious leaders in the world to empower others to create a win-win world. So there's my little spiel there. And I'll give you, uh, I'm going to give you something where you can go do, do a free class with me. But let me give you a tool before I finish up with this hour. Um, I talked about it a little bit with my bubble talk uh, that I do uh, with face, um, Facebook Live. I have bubble talk with Burge, so you can get Burged. And one of my um, things I talked about was the bathtub theory. So I'm going to just go over that very quickly, that for some people, if you have just one stream of income and you're in a bathtub and you're turning on your little faucet and you've got little drip, 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 it comes out very slow and it takes a long time for it to fill up. So that's why people say, okay, well, how how about if I have multiple streams of income um, as I'm not getting it just from one place? And if that happens, it's the velocity of money that happens. Basically, you're turning up your bathtub, you're turning it up to full force where you've got a whole stream coming through, lots of stuff, not just a trickle. So that fills up faster, doesn't it? The other side of that bathtub theory is if you have holes in your tub, then you're leaking water. You're leaking your money. So what ends up happening for so many people is they say, okay, I'll I'll drip, drip, drip my bathtub and it takes me forever to fill it up and get what I want, but you're also leaking at the same time and so it's a never-ending battle. So what if you could have a lot of multiple streams of income that fills up and it's filling fast and you plug your leaks? If you plug all your leaks up, then guess what? You don't have to work as hard. It won't take as long. 
And so my assignment to all of you who choose it, you know, do choose it out there, one of the challenges I have for all of us is do find out where your money is leaking. This is being conscious around money. So for two weeks, here's my challenge. And I said this on my bubble talk with Burge on Facebook Live. For two weeks, carry around your phone or notepad, whatever it is you have, that you can keep track of every single penny that you spend. I don't care how big or how small. If you're paying a bill, put it down. If you're buying a stick of gum, put it down. Be very, very conscious and pay attention to where your money's going. Because so many people come to me and say, you know what, I don't know where my money went this year. I made $100,000 I have nothing, so where is it? So really, for fun, and do it, for, do it with fun just for some awareness of where you're leaking your cash. Where are you leaking? And but if you do that, you're giving your power away. Whenever you leak money like that and you're unconscious, you just go unconscious about it. So for two weeks, and if you really want to do it, do it for a month. And those of you who are in our Conscious Leadership Academy, by the way, this is going to be one of your assignments <laughs> coming up in our uh, classes that we've been doing uh, each week. But basically, find find out where you're spending your money. Where's your money going? So uh, carry a notepad around or do just use your phone, put it in your notes, and write down every time money goes out, where's it going? And then answer these questions after you're done. Where, when do I go unconscious about spending money? And ask yourself, which items do I spend most unconsciously? So the questions are, when do I go unconscious about spending money? Is it a time of day or a particular mood you're in or you're using it a certain way? And the second question is, which items do I spend most unconsciously? And then the last question I want you to ask, once you finish this two-week process, okay, the last question you want to ask yourself is, is there a parallel here with how I spend my time? Do I leak time? with unimportant activities. So those three questions, when you finish this whole challenge, when do I go unconscious about spending money to see if you notice a pattern? And then on which items do I spend most unconsciously? See if you can see if there's a pattern there. And then ask yourself, is there a parallel here with how I spend my time? Do I leak time? with unimportant activities, okay? So that's my challenge to you guys to really track your leaks, your money leakage. So this bathtub theory, so you can really fill your bathtub up. Don't give your power away. You are the master. You are not the employee. Your cash is your employee. Make it work for you, not you work for it. Don't work for money. Have your money work for you. And so 
if you go to essenceofbeing.com slash EOA, which means Essence of Abundance, that will take you to the landing page for Essence of Abundance. And in that, there is a free course, a free Essence of Abundance course you could take in there online. Just, just to kind of, it's just a little teaser, just so you can kind of see maybe some more, get in a little more depth. So it's essenceofbeing.com slash EOA, which stands for Essence of Abundance. That will take you to the Essence of Abundance page. Do that free course. See what you come up with. And better yet, go ahead and come to our one day in Essence of Abundance. It's February 16th. It's from 9 to 6. It's a one day. And those of you who are in our Conscious Leadership Academy already, you know about it. And you get to you get all of these one days and all the essence of beings and everything we're doing this whole year as part of your whole membership. So you don't have to pay for it. It's all part of it. Okay? So you're getting the benefit of all that throughout the whole year. Where is it? Pardon me? The free course? Where, yes. If you go to essenceofbeing.com slash EOA, so essenceofbeing.com and then a forward slash and then type EOA, that takes you to the Essence of Abundance landing page. And just look down the landing page and you'll see free abundance course. Thank you. It's a big green button. Can't miss it. Okay, so check that out. Have fun with that. That's my gift to you because, remember, giving is receiving and receiving is giving. And please come play with us uh, with Essence of Abundance. And if you haven't joined the Academy yet or if you haven't joined the membership yet, look at essenceofbeing.com and you'll see the Conscious Leadership Academy on the same site. And if you want more information about that, that's for the entire year. It's really awesome. And we already have 40 people enrolled, and we haven't even started promoting it. So it's, it's going to be a big deal, okay, because we need more conscious leaders like you. And if you want to work on money, relationships, communication, leadership, and success, then this is for you. And we're doing it together as a community. And we're building this global movement of conscious leaders empowering others to create a win-win world. And because I have so many people from around the world doing it, you can be in these groups with these international people. But also, we're going to be live streaming some of the uh, the one days, or we're going to we're going to be definitely videotaping all the one days. So if you can't make all of them, that's okay. You still will have access to them. So check that out. And by the way, essenceofbeing.com slash forward slash CLA, which stands for Conscious Leadership Academy. So if you really want to get in depth about what that's all about, go there, essenceofbeing.com forward slash CLA, and that's the entire year-long thing. Now I'm going to open up the channel here. And so I want and choose for all of you, we are all unmuted, to have an, an incredible 2019. We're having another power hour next month, February 20th, uh, February 20th. 
next month. February 20th is our next Power Hour. And just so you know, our topic is going to be love and grief. How do we deal with both? Okay. So since it's a love month, I thought I would do something for love. But love and grief, how do we deal with both? How can we have both? Okay, so I invite you to come play with me there. Come to EOA, Essence of Abundance. Come play with me anywhere beyond the power calls. And I don't like saying goodbye. I know we went over an hour since it's our first one this year. I apologize. Um, And we'll just say so long for now. Everybody say abundance. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye, 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 Bye